Let's roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for all things Kings of War. Join your hosts, Mark Zylinski, Jeremy Duval, and Rob Fanouf as they delve into the world of Mantica and bring you in-depth coverage of all things Kings of War. And tonight we've got superstar Adam Ballard and Billy Henninger. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing well. How about you, Rob? I can't complain. I can't complain. Were you guys satisfied with your master's finish? Yeah, I was actually very satisfied. I, I felt like I uh, could have gotten one more win, but uh, overall, for it being my first ever master's, it was very well finished in three and three. Awesome. And what about you, Adam? I think that uh, going, what was it? I went two, one, and three. Yeah, so um, I think... Uh, you know, it's it's always tough kind of taking a step back from how well you did the year before. So um, I know I could have played better. I, I didn't uh, have as much uh, time to prepare going into it. So I knew it was going to be kind of rough. So um, I, I'd say that I definitely, definitely was not as satisfied as I could have been. Tonight, we're going to talk about everybody's favorite Nebraska tournament, the Bug Eater GT. Absolutely. And let's start with the basics. You know, when is it? Where is it? All, all the, you know... All the important details. Yeah, so Omaha, Nebraska, it's uh, the first weekend in June. So um, technically the Friday, last Friday of uh, uh, May. So May 31st, June 1st and 2nd are the Saturday and Sunday. Um, and it's hosted out of Millard West High School here in Omaha, Nebraska. Awesome. And what's the plan? What's the overall, you know, how many points, how many games, all the particulars? Yeah, so this year we're uh, dropping it down. We're doing uh, 1995 points, um, but we do have a little special twist. So this year is the year of the giant at the Bug Eater. Um, so everybody gets a, a free giant that's not included in their 1995-point army. Um, and that giant has pretty typical stats for a giant, but we added a couple of special uh, rules. So uh, one of those special rules is uh, the giant has one of two shooting attacks. Uh, so you have an option to throw a rock. Uh, it's a 12-inch range. You got steady aim, and you hit on a 5-up, and it's pretty much a rock lobber at that point. does D6 plus 2 blast. Um and it's piercing three. Um, another option then is the noxious bug breath. It's essentially wind blast eight, and you do damage as well. Um, and then one other special rule we added was a uh, little flare for army alignment, kind of stealing from uh, Lady of the Lake with Chris's uh, Chris's ideas. But um, the giant will have one of three special rules based off the alignment so if it's an evil giant it's going to have dread if it's a neutral giant it'll have rally one and if it's a good giant it'll have inspiring one thing i wanted to mention you know 1995 has become a popular amount of points what was the what went into the decision there well um i think that it it's kind of the popularity a lot of uh our local guys have we've I guess kind of changed up bug eater year over year. And, um, it's really hasn't stayed the same. I don't think from one year to the next, as far as points go, 
Um, and I think we've reduced points every year. So we started at like 2,400 the first year of Bug Eater with Kings of War. And we dropped it to 2,250. And then last year was 2,200. And now this year is 1,995. So um, I think the big thing we like to do at Bug Eater is just kind of keep it fresh, keep it new um, as far as gameplay goes. Uh, we we won't throw too many new things at you, but we want to make sure that it's not just the same old uh, tournament experience you have everywhere else you go. And where did the idea for the giant come from? Um, we play tested that at our uh, one day event here in March. Um, that the March Hare event? Is that what that is? Yeah, the awesome. March Hare event. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to attend, but uh, Billy was there, um, and it. Uh, Billy, I'll let you maybe talk a little bit more to that, but it seemed like we had a lot of good, uh, uh, a lot of good feedback from the guys that did play. Yeah, it was a, it was pretty cool. With uh, everybody kind of enjoyed having the, the giant instead of like an extra character or anything like that. Like everybody, like there's some tournaments like Lady Lake that they have the extra character with the individual rule and all that. And this, you're kind of getting like a tank, be it, to be a part of the army. It's it's not like as good as a giant, but it's it's toned down a little bit but it's still kind of cool to have the the big model on the on the board for those armies like mine twilight can doesn't have it doesn't have access to a giant so that's awesome that's awesome give me the other details what else do you got planned is there uh i mean obviously this is part of a bigger event what other events what other tournaments do you have going on at the same time at uh bug eater gt yeah so uh bug eaters really kind of turned into a convention at this point um one of the, the big things we have is uh, Friday afternoon, we do have a Vanguard tournament. Um, so it's a, a one-day Vanguard. And kind of uh, this was, uh, you know, hopefully we can get Russ here to s- explain a little bit more because he's uh, one of the guys heading that up. But um, the really, I guess, a big factor of the year of the Giant as well has come in. To, uh, Mantic's create, you know, has a brand new, the Colossal Giant model. Um, which is uh, one of my f- personal favorites, and I know everybody else really loves that model. Um, we have uh, at least one of those for prize supports. And then um, for the Vanguard tournament, we're actually going to have the um, the giant scenario in the Vanguard tournament. And we have uh, uh, one of our local guys, Tim Lonis, uh, is 3D printing giants for every Vanguard table. Um, and the winner of that game is going to take home the 3D printed giant. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, and they're they're pretty pretty sick looking giants. We'll uh, we'll try to get you a photo here, Rob, so you can post it on the. Absolutely, uh, we'll put it we'll put it in the show notes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, <clears throat> really, we're we're trying to you know entice people with you know not only theme but some free swag to go with it. Um, so it's uh. It, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I have I've only gotten a couple games of Vanguard, but that alone has gotten me to you know try and make it to that Friday tournament. So, well, Billy, are you excited about this event? Oh yeah, every, every year I'm excited. This is probably uh, normally I'm the one that's put into playing because Adam and Travis like running this tournament and all that kind of stuff. So I'm I'm one of the few local heads that's always playing in this tournament. So it's one of those two day events that I don't have to worry about. Travis or Adam getting in my way. <laughs> I can imagine they get in your way on all awful lot as good as they are. Oh yeah. Why don't we talk about that? What are, you know? So uh, when does it start, and what are the particulars of? Russ, you're just in time. Rob was going to ask me Vanguard questions. 
just going to stumble through it. Uh, Ross, while we got you on, why don't you chat to us about what you've got planned for Vanguard on the Friday? Well, we're having a tournament. Um, it's Let me pull it up here. It's three games, 200 points, and it'll start around 2 o'clock. It just depends on when we can get the gym. Uh, basically, since uh, we had a lot of snow this year, the school season was extended up until the Friday at, I think, noon of the day the tournament starts. So we had to shorten everything up. So basically, Vanguard's going to be three games and want to get about an hour, hour and a half per game, three scenarios. Um, Cleed either supply grab uh recover the plans and the last one which fits the theme for uh the bug eater the giant is capture the giant so plan about an hour and a half for each one basically i stole the adepticon rules they look pretty good dressed them up a little bit uh same victory tps five TPs, draw three, loss one. Hopefully start around four and end up around 10, 10.30. Awards and all of that good stuff. So this will be the first time we've done something like this. Of course, the game just came out, so I'm looking forward to this because uh, this has really got a lot of people's interest. People are really looking at it uh, what, what do you think of the game russ i'm not much for skirmish games you know mordheim was kind of clunky to me you know it seemed like it built up and it just didn't have a good mechanics this on the other hand has a pretty clean mechanics and i like all the um, different attributes the d8 kind of threw me off a little bit but it's just a dice system. It could be a D10, D20, whatever, once you get used to it. Um, flow's real easy. Uh, it's a real easy game to get people started. I think where the key is is in the synergies. Uh, it's like I play Basilians, and I tell you what, um, I started playing with the Abbas, and that little lady can be pretty nasty especially with their attribute where you pay two and you walk her up and she can like um, take away um, everybody's, well, three models uh, and they can start over again. So if you got somebody hiding behind a hill or something, you just move three forward around the hill, move her up. Oh, guess what? They get to move again. It's almost like a, a shamble in a way. Well, and also Basilean, uh the the Iron Resolve uh, special ability is pretty amazing too. Yes, it is. And I, I started looking at that, and I, what you need is the dice. So the Abbas gives you two white, and then if you have like a veteran sergeant, uh, that'll give you another uh, red or white, another sergeant, and then you get a base three, so... You can really, I mean, if you get a lot of the uh, doubles and maybe a triple, I mean, you're, you're really going to town. So what else do you want to mention about the Vanguard tournament? Are you excited? Uh, what's been the reaction since you announced it? I think a lot of people are uh, on board. They just, again, this is a new system, so everybody's kind of looking at it. Uh, 
Tim Lonis, who's another Pathfinder, um, he is creating giants for the last scenario. So we're going to have those on the board, and uh, could be a surprise on whoever wins that scenario. They might be walking away with a free giant. Sounds like a winning proposition. But overall, I think the people are excited. Uh, just it's new, so people are. You know, trying to brush up, get their, you know, five or eight or ten man units together and get some rounds in just to see how it plays. Because some people haven't really played it yet. The rules are pretty easy, accessible. Um, a couple of the stores in town here don't carry them, but lo and behold, uh, a store in Lincoln does. So, you know, we've been able to get a hold of some of the... Uh, uh, rule books, and they also really support uh, the different box sets and everything, too. It's kind of like games down at Lincoln. So let's recap the particulars. Uh, how many points? 200 points. 200 points, okay. So you, you really are just following the Adepticon, which was which was a great event. Yeah, it was a great event. And we, we missed you there, by the way. Where were you? We needed you at Adepticon this year. Well, I had to make some choices this year. It was like either go to Adepticon or... Go to like Lady of the Lake. Uh, there's another one down in Wichita that's coming up. The guys in Iowa are putting one on together. And the wife's kind of hit it off. So I think my wife is, you know, I got to keep her happy. So if I can hit maybe, you know, two, three, four tournaments and take her along, that's kind of a win for me too. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Adam and Billy, do you guys, have you guys checked out Vanguard at all and what were your initial thoughts? I've played two games of Vanguard um, and I've liked it so far. Uh, kind of stumbled through and it was very early on in the learning process. So um, made a lot of mistakes, learned a lot from it. But um, really, I've only gotten a couple practice games in with elves and I, I think they'd be a lot of fun to play. So. Um, I agree. I think the D8s uh, add a new complexity to it. Uh, you know, you get kind of used to the normal math as it is with some of these D6 games. So um, this added just a whole new, whole new level. And the uh, exploding eights are my, by far my favorite rule. Yeah, it's fun when you uh, you roll out your dice and you get a, a couple. Uh, a couple eights, and then and then and those eights become more hits and more hits. It's really awesome. It's really it's really a lot of fun to just roll buckets of dice. We just call that rust dice because that's what he does to <laughs> us like every Thursday. Now 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 now. So so we don't really know what exact time the tournament's going to start yet on Friday. Obviously, it's contingent on uh, the school, I assume. Right. I've got it set for sixteen hundred or four o'clock to start. I figure okay. people will be rolling in, you know, Friday morning, the afternoon, so that will hopefully catch a few more people. Uh, the games, I'll adjust the times a little bit. I've got them set for an hour, but I think that's a little too short. The time, I might try to get them to an hour and a half. Yeah, it, especially if you've got newer players, because the Adepticon tournament, um, we most of us were pretty new to the game, and so it did take us a little longer. And Bill and I played in the in the first round, and we, we kind of muddled our way through it, you know, with with the books laid out in front of us as we're trying to figure this thing out. But uh, once you get it, though, it's a real fast and simple game. Yeah, and I like how it goes uh, back and forth. 
So it really makes you think on, you know, two, three, four moves ahead. It's almost like a miniature little chess game by, by round. So, you know, you're trying to play it out, and then, then you got to figure out, okay, they're going to end first, so how do I set myself up? Because you may have one of your main guys down on the ground, and you know he's going to get stomped first round if your opponent has uh, the first turn on the next round. So it's really kind of makes you think. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's get back to the Kings of War event, guys. Let's recap. It's 1995. It's how many games? Five games. Five games. Saturday to Sunday. Excellent. And what's the when's it going to start on Saturday morning? Um, Saturday morning, we're going to start uh, fairly early. Venue opens at eight. Uh, we're going to uh, start at our first game at nine. And what time will we, will folks be done on Sunday? Um, Sunday, we uh, that was one of the things we had uh, from last year's event was uh, some feedback that people would like to be done earlier, especially those that are traveling out of town. So we uh, have no scheduled lunch on Sunday, but our last game should be done at one o'clock, and then we plan on doing prizes as soon as possible after that. So we have it, uh, you know, one ten, one fifteen. Uh, prizes will start and you know for those folks that need to head home early you'll have a you know a good half a day to get on the road if you need to absolutely i think that's the way if you're only playing two games on sunday i think that's the way to do it because uh, if people want to go to lunch you'll be done at 1 o'clock they can go get lunch um, but those that do need to catch a flight or want to drive home and maybe it's 10 hours uh, it gives them just that little incentive that little extra bump uh, to get there quicker so no it's it's um it's definitely, definitely the, the the right schedule. I think. I wish more events would would do that. So you know, how did you guys find the uh, the three three format at Masters this year? Uh, well, being as uh, Billy and I were one of the groups that was crazy enough to start driving home immediately after Game Three on Sunday, um, I, I would say that uh, we would enjoy having a uh, uh, four games on Saturday, a little bit longer of a day, but. Um, just makes it that much easier for us, a little bit more relaxed on Sunday. Um, I don't know. I, I think you'd agree, Billy, but anything else on that? Oh, yeah, I fully agree. Um, I, feel, I feel like it would have been much better for the fourth game. I felt like we had plenty of time to be able to get a fourth game in on that Saturday, which would have made it easier to do prizes and get everybody out at a decent time, especially for those of us that have to drive 9, 10, 12 hours. Keep going. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> so, who's on the docket? You, I mean, who's signed up so far? Ah, uh, good question, Rob. So it's turning out looking like we're going to have an all-star year here. Um, so for those of you that don't know, uh, Mr. Chris Kapsner has been the reigning champion for the past two years. Um, so everybody, please come knock the king off of his horse. Um, <laughs> it's. Uh, it's uh, turning out to have a, a lot of uh, first-timers, at least for the Kings of War scene. Um, so we have first person signed up was uh, Mark Cox out of Texas. Everybody probably knows Mark. Um, and Mark was kind enough to also be the first person to throw down a grudge match. Uh, let me pull it up here because I, I want to make sure I get the quote right. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming he's quote he's probably ch- he's challenging uh, Bill Harvat. 
Yeah, let me uh, let me make sure I have it right here, just so that uh, <clears throat> I don't upset. Well, he's yeah, he's looking for an easy win in the first round, obviously. Obviously, but um, he said, "Yeah, I'm signed up, and why don't you uh, put me up against that Bill Harbaugh?" <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so, are you coming this year? I will be there. Yeah, I just don't know who's all coming with me yet. Right now, it's I'm a, I'm a lone gunman, but I'm I'm hoping to bring at least one other guy okay. uh, with me to uh, to Nebraska. I, this is the year where I'm going to try and get to more events that I have not been to. So obviously, Bug Eaters one, Mountaineers another. Cool. So uh, yeah, well, for, I'm looking forward to well, some. Rob, like, maybe I better uh, on your show throw a, a grudge match first game. I need to. I need to. I, well, that's why. That's why I was asking who's going to be there. I, I want to make sure I challenge somebody that's uh, down to my level, right? I, I mean, challenging Adam would be insane, right? But well, you know, some I, and Bill and Bill's already taken. So, well, that's why I figured I'd challenge you. Oh, even better, even better. <laughs> You're going to play this year. That's that's really good. Yeah, they're uh, they're getting kind of tired of me uh, running tournaments, so they've. Uh, which is kind of cool because these guys are starting to step up and really pick it up. So really proud of these guys for stepping in. It's a good awesome. thing. Yeah. It's, it sounds like I should ask you this. What, what do you, what's, is there a capacity limit for you guys? Um, no, not, not a good direct capacity right now. We have it to where, um, we're, we're slotted at least in the space for the gym for 24, uh, so 12 tables, but, um, I have it on good faith that once we hit that 24, we're going to get more and more as soon as we hit the next cap, we'll get another awesome. set. So, um, at this point I'd say, let's just fill the whole gym and get a hundred people in there. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's a nice problem to have, right? Right. Uh, we had 60 at Adepticon this year, so we're hoping we can get a hundred next year. Yeah, that's That'd awesome. awesome. Because in years past, it's been what, like, thirty? Mm, yeah, between yeah, but like mid twenties to mid thirties, I think yeah. historically. So it was nice to see a real uptick, and you know, it actually was limited by the space that we had available. Um, you know, we only had so many spaces, so and they were full. So it's nice next year if we can get more space. I think we can certainly hit eighty. I, I really think we can hit hundred, honestly. Well, it That'd seems awesome. like there's an upswing on players this year. It's some of the tournaments have uh, shown higher numbers than really what I would expect. Yeah, I think like with Adepticon, I think a bunch of the regions also made it ma- a Masters qualifier for themselves, so that gave it a- another incentive. So, right, that's cool though. I'm glad to see it grow like this. Well, well and, uh, on the uh, topic of Masters, for uh, just throw a little plug out there for the yeah. mountain region this year, um, we've decided and have it now in writing officially that um, since we have some uh, historically needed uh, Mercs in the past, um, we have a process now that before we'll even go to Mercs where our the residents of our region will take priority, but if we don't fill the the needed head slots will actually go to a secondary list for those that attended the mountain region tournaments, um, but uh, are not a mountain region resident regiment resident. Um, they will actually take precedent before the Mercs uh, process. So 
if you're coming over from Texas and you didn't make it in the South region, um, you may get the call saying, hey, we need a person for the mountain region, um, even outside of the, the Merck process. So you'd actually be a full-fledged mountain region player at that point. You wouldn't be a Merck at all. Absolutely. And I know West Coast is going to do the same thing. I think uh, what what I think what you guys are doing is great because what you're doing is incentivizing. Uh, if you come to our events, you're part of us. And that's the end of it, right? You, you, if you come to our events and you play with us, you're on our team. If you, if you know, if you, if you play well enough, and I think that's a great way to, to promote, you know, coming and participating in your tournaments, um, and at the same time, hopefully, give you enough players to fill out your team. Yep, exactly. Uh, the add-on to a bug eater, um, especially with there being so many new people coming. Uh, just like last year, we had a barbecue at my house after uh, day one. Uh, kind of like what they do out at Lady of the Lake. Uh, we will yeah, be so doing it's, that this is again. Saturday night we're talking about? Yep, we'll be doing that again this year. Uh, everybody hung out like till 11 o'clock at night, just hanging out, BSing in my backyard and all that. We have games, grilling out food and everything. So that'll be uh, going on again this year. So Awesome. Hey, so let's get some, uh, some more information. What website should people go to to find more details that maybe they didn't write them down when we were talking or to register for the event. Yeah, it's going to be uh, gt.bugeatergames.com and that Fantastic. will have all of the uh, the player pack. Um, we'll have the uh, painting rubric up shortly here. That's the uh, last thing on the agenda. Um, but it'll have all the details and then if anybody has any questions, uh, you can hit me up on Facebook Messenger. I'd be more than happy to ask or answer. So, has uh, Grant signed up yet? Grant Fetter. Um, Grant is not on the sign-up sheet, but I do have him down as a uh, going from when I've uh, talked to him. So Good. He uh, he should be in attendance again this year. He needs to be with that award-winning army that he brought to Adepticon. So yeah, right now, um, just double checking, but we have I think we're just shy of twenty people that are committed to going at this point. Awesome. Um, so, you know, two, month, two months out. Yeah, we need folks to sign up, though, so we hit 24, and then the, we can expand the tournament further. So if you haven't, like me, I need to do the same thing. We need to sign up and pay the money, and then Tim and company can give us more tables. Um, but, yeah, we have uh, a lot of people signed up. That's their first year. We have uh, Matt Carmack from Texas. He was one of the guys doing the streaming at the Masters. Um, he said this is his first out-of-state tournament, so looking forward to having him. Um, we got some of the regulars, uh, Stefan DeRose and the Iowa group are going to make a showing. Um, and then we got our normal Wichita guys. Uh, but there's a, a lot of people that are out-of-state, Rob, Mark, Matt, a lot of people having the first time at uh, Bug Eater. And we definitely have a... a shall we say, uh, master's qualities with the uh, Chris Kapsners, the Mark Coxes, uh, um, Shannon Shoemakers, Grant Fetter. Um, so we definitely have uh, a lot of uh, those people that you would see at the master's. So I say if you're looking for a tournament to, to try out and to get some of that high-quality play in, Bug Eater's the place for you too. And shouting out to the guys in Denver that we met at Adepticon, Tom Payne, Eric Town, and company. We would really love to see you guys there. I know it's a drive, but it's a great event, and we need, you know, uh, Denver's starting to get their act together, which is really exciting. Actually, uh, Tyler shoots, uh, or Schultz. Tyler, Tyler, is he coming? He is coming. 
I got the confirmation. He said that he put in for the PTO already, so it's all but done deal at this point. Well, then, if anybody's needing an easy challenge, th- there there it is. <laughs> uh, he certainly can't play Vanguard. Dead Zone's more of his pace, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we miss, guys? What what details did we forget to cover? Um, I think one of the, the big things that we offer for Bug Eater, uh, again, we... We love our time at Lady of the Lake, uh, so we've just stolen a lot of things straight from Chris Kapsmer. Um, but we offer a camping option, which last year turned into, okay, just you know, come crash in my basement option. Um, so uh, we're going to offer something similar this year. Depending on how many folks we get, we'll determine if we have enough basement space, but um, it sounds like uh, Billy Henninger and Travis Tim both have offered up their basement. Um, for me this year, I have a, a couple of uh, conflicts that prevent me from doing that, but uh, we should have a good amount of room. And then also if we get a lot of people interested in that, then we'll have plenty of backyard space to throw up a tent. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I don't think I've ever, uh, I don't think I've ever driven through Nebraska before. Maybe, maybe flew through it at one point, but yeah. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing all the guys from Wichita, Omaha, the guys from Iowa. I'm sure there's, there'll be a small contingent coming down from Minnesota as they always do, and the guys from Chicago. So there's going to be a huge Oklahoma presence this year. Uh, Brian Rodier has about five or six uh, new folks that just started playing Kings of War right after the Masters sounds like a few of them are going to lone wolf and then the they should have a a small bus ride up to uh omaha so we we're gonna have a good number this year i already can oh man so there's there's another good first round opponent brian broder man yeah that would be amazing he's a great guy oh he's fun Fun (laughs) yeah hey adam did you tell him about the uh free giant i did okay yep so we uh we got some flair, we got food, we got a place to crash if you want to keep it reasonable and cheap and uh we've heard people's feedback uh trying to keep it condensed as far as schedule goes. Um I think the the one other main change that comes to mind from the feedback we got last year, um last year we did have a restriction as far as best painted awards going to uh Mantic armies or uh armies that Mantic didn't produce. Uh, we did remove that restriction this year um, just so that everybody can bring their their favorite army with their favorite models that they've painted up. Um, so we, we do have no restrictions on painting rules and awards for that. Awesome. Sounds like it's going to be a cracking time. Absolutely. Well, guys, thanks for joining me and chatting about the Bug Eater GT and covering the Vanguard event that will be on Friday starting at 4 and the Kings of War five-game event that will be starting Saturday fairly early. I guess dice drop at 9, is that what you said? Yep, 9 a.m. for first game Saturday. Oh, one thing we don't want to forget to mention, Bug Eater, Lady of the Lake, and Renegade have partnered up to help participation and prize support by giving one free entry to each other's tournament. Bug Eater will have Lady of the Lake free entry given to the Counter Charger and Renegade ticket given to Best Overall. So just one more reason to get your butt to Bug Eater GT this year. Anything else we missed? I think we're good. I think we're good. All right, guys. Well, thanks, guys. When do you guys want to take us out? Keep on countercharging. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Countercharge. 
please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com on Twitter at countercharge15. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. 